We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's Bravo. The Three men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed now. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, honey, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. Yes, sir. What do you get when you have four idiots in a room? And a topic about dairy products. Bloatedness? Bloatedness? No. No, you have the second episode of this god dang freaking cheese bullshit. Volume two, bitches! Part two, not volume two, part two. Damn it. No, it's part two. Welcome back to Deep Fry Conspiracies. I am Trent Janke. I'm Jim Colby. I'm Matt Olson. And I'm constipated. (laughs) You will be after this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I'm Rob Zolson. Rob Zolson. After the last time. I mean, did you, ever tell, did you ever tell him about that pizza cheese story that Robbie had? Yeah, you did, and I saw her on the podcast. My wife literally shit her pants last night. Ah, so we, so we did get that. If she oh, had yeah. eaten a pizza, she wouldn't be able to shit her pants. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> be just like you. Also, Olson's Power Unite. Power Unite. Diddles. All right. Oh, good. We're blah, good. Blah, blah, blah. We're Keep, finally in the studio, all four of us what, together. What do, we, what do we do now, Jimmy? You touch tips. E.T. E.T. That's fitting. Should we get the Chinese finger cuffs? We finally made it happen after all these episodes. We're all in the same room. Yeah, everybody's here. How nice. We did it. Yeah. Four idiots. The cheese does not stand alone. Let's go have a beer. Where did we leave off? We're done. That's it. We're done. All right. So let's just, Matt, your topic. Uh, okay, uh, quick TLDR, if this is your first time listening Did to you, the podcast. Uh, tell, TLDR? Them, tell them that they have to save the TLDR at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, they listen, can fast yep. forward for a TLDR. I don't even know what a TLDR is. Too long, didn't read. What? Yeah, they're, they're reading in like, this case. Wouldn't it be TLDL? Like porn? Too long, didn't listen? Nah. Hey, there you yeah, go. We're not, we didn't, didn't read this. I, I like that better. I like the joke. I like the joke. But the TLDL <laughs> of last episode of the whole cheese spiracy, <laughs> back during uh, the Great Depression, che- uh, dairy farmers were down on their luck. Government comes in and is like, yo, we're going to buy your cheese. So that way you guys don't lose out on profits here. Hot diggity. And, and then forevermore, we're like, government cheese. Uh. Yes. What you guys didn't see in the whole location that Robbie was rubbing his nipples. Of course. Counterclockwise. Yeah. Well, one each direction. Yeah, <laughs> each direction. Like they have to go into your chest, <laughs> up and around. Anyway, anyway, the shirt accents the nipples very nicely. Thank you. Yeah, you can really see them through it. It must be cold out because I see your nipple-rometer just went off. Back to cheese. Boing. <laughs> but I love cheese. cheese. Back to government cheese. The government buys dairy products from the farmers, and this goes on and stuff in it. But go. Yourself. <laughs> All right, continue. When the '80s comes around, Reagan 
does a government cheese thing where they try to take all of this extra cheese because during the time of the Great Depression and up to this, they're just buying this cheese at such a high rate and they don't know what to do with it. Before, they'd be sending the cheese out for World War One and World War Two, or World War Two, because World War One already happened. Great so Depression. we need to start a war. Is what so we need. the Korean War. I'm <laughs> assuming that they're transitioning this to Vietnam. Yes. Uh-huh. So that's what they were doing with the cheese. But then when things started to lay down, we just had so much cheese. We put it in warehouses. We put it in the Cheese Cave in Missouri, which again is like. What was it, 400 football fields or something? It was really large. It's a really large cheese cave that they just have all this cheese in there. I heard that's where they summoned uh, Bart Starr for the original Green Bay Packers. Is it the cheese cave? It's where Batman Uh, Hey, we're here for conspiracies, bitches. Sports jokes, I'm in. Yes. How how many people in uh, Green Bay Green Bay do we have listening to this? In Green Bay? Green Bay. I don't even know. We need need more of those people. Yeah, confirm this. Confirm this for us. No, this, this topic isn't real, so I don't care. Oh, it's totally oh, real. Oh, we're getting no, real this episode. This is not. I wasn't for another volume one. I got a lot to add to this shit. <laughs> oh, okay. All and right. I, I'm excited right. for this. So right. uh, the government cheese goes out and they start to give it as like EBT food stamps to a bunch of poor people that need uh, cheese. Yeah. And they come in these big bricks of cheese. And after some time, to that wasn't leaving a big enough dent in this cheese supply for the government to get rid of. And so... At the same time, they're going and selling it to like restaurants, and that's why there was a big surge around the '90s of having like pizza places and burger places having all this extra cheese product. Like, like I mentioned last time, Pizza Hut stuffed crust cheese came around in the 90s, er, in the '90s because they were buying government cheese at such great rates to help try and che- try and help deplete the caves. Why? The government's still buying in all this cheese. I have a lot to add to the '90s conversation. Ooh, I'm excited yes. about this. And uh, up to today, uh, government cheese is a very uh, pop culture icon kind of a thing. It's mentioned in rap songs and uh, what Wahlburgers. Wahlburger? What a, not what a burger. Wonder Burger? No, what's no, um, Marky Mark? Wal- Wahlburger. Wahlburger. Wahlburger, yeah. His restaurant, uh, they, they had government Wahlberg? cheese. Wahlburg? It's Mark Wahlberg. He and made Wahlburger. Yeah, they oh, got oh, Wahlburger. Hey, okay. Wahlburgers. All right, All right Wahlburgers. Yeah, yeah. So it's the brothers. They got... They, get, they put government cheese on their burgers because they were able to buy it and stuff because restaurants can buy the cheese somehow. and They don't, yeah. they don't just order cheese. Yeah. They have to buy the exact cheese from the government. And, and they, the government's so trying to get rid buy of these the cheese government cheese. No, they don't, they don't just order cheese from these t- places that t- sell cheese. They, they're going, hey, you know, government, I want more cheese. And they pass the savings on to you. Yeah, apparently. No, they don't. Yeah, as At- well as a constipation. As a reminder, how much cheese are in these caves that the the U.S. government has is 1.4 billion pounds of cheese. 1.4 billion pounds of cheese in there. And it is about 5 to 10 pounds of cheese per person in America if they were just able to instantaneously give it to everybody. Per person. Kids included. Old people included. And that's why we have Amazon. Do it. Oh, maybe there's... The, maybe Amazon the Fresh came from government cheese subsidies. That's what I'm saying. That's a new conspiracy. I mean, I wouldn't put it past that. Ta-da. Because uh, this was one thing that was going to get brought up. How big these subsidies are to the farmers is ridiculous. Um, from my understanding, like these subsidies go from like 25 to 33.33%, and that is like way higher than a lot of different subsidies that like the dairy industry is getting from the government. So, yeah, that's the TLDR, a bunch of that, a bunch of the cheese. TLDL. TLDL. A bunch of the cheese is here. And there's 
underlying conspiracies. I can't remember. I think we mentioned it is, uh, yeah, the government is keeping the cheese and giving it to all the poor people and letting us have all this cheese because cheese is addictive. Uh, Kaysen, Kaysen. Oh. What was it? Yeah, there's like cheese gives you the same addiction that methamphetamines do. Like when you eat a lot of it, that's why there's a lot of cheese. Oh, okay. It's it's on on, DFC. DFC. Don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we got an email from Peter. I thought we had. I thought we had an email. So it's the gay Italian Italian Peter. Oh, go. Hold on. Hold on. Live read. You may, you may want to turn that around. Yeah, turn I, I got to get ready for this. Yeah, tur- turn around. Okay. So, so <laughs> Wait, wait. For what are the- you pulling out of your bag, Jimmy? Oh, God. What is that? Oh, my oh. God. What is that? Oh, my God. Get a picture of this and post it on the Discord. All right. I'm on it. Is that a... It is a cock suit, isn't it? <laughs> what the shit? What the shit? Excellent. All right. Uh, excuse me. Cock Jimmy. Uh you gotta get closer to the mic. <laughs> Just the way he looked up when you said his name. <laughs> Cock Jimmy. Yeah. Eat the microphone. Alright, say hello to the audience, Cock hello, Jimmy. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So for those of you that are listening, hop into the Discord. You will <laughs> see a picture of this. Oh there we go. We heard that it's one. Jimmy with a chicken mask on. <laughs> Jimmy's COVID mask. All right, so thank you, Jimmy, for putting on protection. And we're going to bring out gay Italian Peter. So, okay. uh, so for those who don't know, we get a we get an email. I get an email once in a while from this guy named Peter. He <laughs> takes it off. Uh, we have referred him to as gay Italian Peter. He's not actually gay. He has a family, but this is just the persona we have for him. How dare you ruin the, the mystery of gay <laughs> no, Italian no, Peter? You're no. such a dick. No, he's first not off, actually. you better be reading this. In the accent. I have to. I, okay, I said good, whenever good. we get a thing All from right. Peter, I have to do the gay time. Here, here we go, voice. Peter. Okay. Sit back and enjoy. So this is off of what you just brought up about, or one of you two just brought up about the... Addictive meth- prep. Addictive y- whatever. The addictiveness of cheese. DFC. So, from... <laughs> don't f***ing care. So, from Peter. I love Peter. <laughs> really? I do. I bet you do. Did Peter call? <laughs> I'm guessing nobody watched Hope you out of well. <laughs> You guys can't do this. I just started. All right, we can do this for the fans, guys. Pull it together. Come on now. Shut up. Just look away from the f***er. <laughs> do they put a pain to killers into the milk? Question mark. I'm asking because a cut to the angle did the milk thing. He just got the hooked on the pain to killers and the booze. <laughs> the hand moving as he's doing this is just making it even better. And booza. This is the most racist <laughs> shit I've ever booza. seen in my life. The booza. The booza. We know Linda MC, which is McMahon, is a McMahon, was a part of the Trump's office. And Vince McMahon loves addictive drugs. Loves we what? Know- <laughs> Loves, Vince loves McMahon addictive loves drugs. Addictive <laughs> drugs. Oh, I thought McMahon. We, <laughs> we know this <laughs> the steroid trial. <laughs> it's a shame he doesn't like addictive TV because he is producing now is fucking shit. He's lactating. He's lactating, all right. How dare you, Vince McMahon? All right, so Peter in the TLDR... Uh, wants to know if they put painkillers into milk because Kurt Angle, you know, did a whole milk thing when he was addicted to drugs. 
well, and booze. If you're asking us for actual drugs. answers, you're doing it wrong. So we're going to give you the fun one, of yeah, course. We're, we're the fun. This is, this is all speculation. This is fun answers. Absolutely. Whenever Complete I feel hit. sad on the inside, I want drugs, and it's generally in the form of ice cream. So, of course, they put drugs in our milk. Right. I bet uh, Chris Benoit, he, he drank a lot of milk that night. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he 100% did. What about Macho Man Randy Savage? Well, you did. You, well, you no, that's did. Slim Jim, sir. Hey. Well, no, but, he, milk. but oh, he did. Yeah. Entice, Drinks he did entice jerky. Miss Elizabeth as a cold grilled cheese sandwich that one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like pulling apart a cold grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> So where are we at with this uh, part two on the cheese? You, you got us caught up. Yeah, that was the TLDR. So that, and right. then this was Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, yes. Peter. Please heat us up some more. And so we have more cheese than we know what to do with. And so what's happening? So now what is it? Okay, so the government is allowing all this cheese to help keep everybody uh, complacent, keep us addicted to uh, cheese. So wait, wait a second. Why is it so that when you go to the McDonald's or something like that, you get... Whatever the cheese is always extra. So they have so much extra cheese. Why is the cheese at McDonald's extra? Because two slices was wasn't good enough for you. That's why. <laughs> no, I don't, no. You, I agree. Whenever you whenever you get whenever you get like a, this and then add a single slice of cheese to whatever the hell it is. A good example is a Whopper. You always have to add cheese to a Whopper. They never give you cheese with a Whopper. Well, a it whopper. has to be a Whopper with cheese or just a Whopper. But it's always like, extra. That's a whole other conspiracy. It, but if there's so much extra. Cheese by the government. Well, the then government why? Just, well, if Wonder Burger is getting government cheese, not how does, everybody is. Then how? Okay, the McDonald's, one of the biggest chains in America, is not around the world. I should they're, say they're supposed to source their own cheese, but they're actually not using hard cheeses. They're using the processed shit slices with more drugs in it. In my opinion, there we go. <laughs> more drugs in so, it. More so, drugs. So I, I have a, a way we could fix all this because where I grew up in North Dakota. Especially this time of year, if you didn't lock your door when you like you went to the hardware store, you'd come back out and you'd you'd find like uh, a dozen ear of corn, two pumpkins, and a bunch of shit on your front seat that somebody would just throw in your car because you needed to get rid of it. You know, it's kind of like that. Why don't we just put cheese in everybody's car when they're not looking? What if we just stopped buying cheese? Therefore, the government would have a huge surplus. And then they would be basically cutting prices down to nothing. I am firmly on Jimmy's it. side. All right. We at the at Deep Fried Conspiracies need to help support this conspiracy. So they bring us in and uh, give us some of that cheese money. So what we need to do, if you're part of Deep Fried Conspiracies, go to your friend and just lay a craft single on his windshield for us. Underneath the windshield wipe. If they don't know what the joke is. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Them. They got cheese. You know what's funny about that? There's actually, so where I live... There's actually people going around at the local mall cheesing people's cars. What? Whoa. Oh. They're Hold literally on. cheesing people's We're cars. We're taking a noun, and now you're putting it into a verb? Yes. They're literally cheesing people's cars. Take so, a slab, right in the back of the windshield. That's or, what it well, is? It's a craft single? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good stuff. Well, have you seen, well, haven't you seen those memes or whatever that actually cheese things? People are cheesing whatever. Yeah, they do it to cats. One of the best ones is like, there's a cat don't, just don't with cats don't you, with cats <laughs> yeah they don't like that same thing with uh cucumbers they don't like cucumbers either but they do they like throw slices of cheeses on baby on a baby that's funny yeah. i'm putting <laughs> slices of cheese like, on my kid as just soon as i get upstairs sitting there i am playing, too hopefully she wax it on its face and it's just like yeah what do you do to your baby hopefully, your, hopefully your wife's not breastfeeding when i do it i, <laughs> I really <laughs> don't want you people on your wife's breast i really don't want you people to say that i just cheesed on my daughter so i don't <laughs> I'm going to take all of this back forever. <laughs> all right. So what's the added conspiracies in this episode? Okay. So it's not much of added conspiracies. It's more oh, I got like some. solidified. Tag me in. 
Oh, we'll take you in, and then take we'll solidify in. everything here. All right. So uh, <clears throat> there was there's a lot of questions on the first conspiracy podcast, and I'm here for a few vague answers. Boom. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you just pulled up a phone thing where oh they cheese him. He really <gasps> cheese his car, guys. Guys, he just okay. cheese his truck. I know this yeah. is a distraction, but just, if you're listening and you want to cheese someone, the way to do it is do it while you pull up to them at a stoplight, <laughs> roll down it. your window, and just like frisbee a cheese <laughs> slice to the other other passenger. In <laughs> Vietnam, they use grenades. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right, moving on. Take this government cheese. <laughs> so from episode one, you guys had a lot of questions of like, how do we get this far? Why did it start? And you were painting out America's uh, start on how we really did government subsidized cheese. That is and true. For war no, it's not. premises, we need. Where did cheese get invented? All right, you you deep fried fucks. Uh, <laughs> Europe. That, that wasn't very. Right? Nice. It's not Asia. Asia does their own little uh, you know dairy thing, but it's very minimal. All right, only privileged people got uh, dairy supplements. That's why you don't go and see a ton of cheese filled dip stuff unless it's wontons at an Asian place, uh, and that's a cream <laughs> well, sauce. That's not racist. It no, was not never. At all. Not at all. It was never intended. Uh, to go past uh, uh, what Europe wanted it to. Europe wanted to close source. They wanted their miracle and cheese. They didn't want to have like some sort of, you know, export or another country make their cheese. And from a very early age, once international travel started becoming a thing with railroads and other things, more modifications, cheese makers and other food manufacturers got collective. I uh, got together, got together to make collectives like mafias and uh, other uh, coalitions uh, cartel and the most common is the swiss cheese union uh more known as the swiss cheese mafia starting in 1914 a real union that was uh, commonly called a cartel literally was there to market protect and make sure that no one had the right to make proprietary cheeses outside of their countries and their methods they would sometimes, uh, apparently, according to these articles, uh, even insist on force, like a good mafia should. So come this uh, pinnacle of government cheese and everything getting uh, released and more and more modernism, in the 90s, these mafias started to disband. They o- were overseas. They started to disband? They started to disband. Okay. So we had this whole pinnacle of the market making too much cheese. Cheese got real cheap. They started to really industrialize stuff like stuffed crust pizza and all of this, you know, horseshit. And they really bastardized cheese. So these these cheese mafias out there decided to go legit. So they decided to work with other food coalitions. So what did Kraft do? Not Kraft. Uh, Europe came together and made what they call PDO, Protected uh, Designation of Origin. It's a uh, law that they have in European countries that protect, essentially, name brands of cheese. It's not even name brands. It's varieties of cheese. So if you're a person that somehow invented Parmigiano Reggiano, you have a PDL protecting your trademark of cheese throughout all of Europe and trying to go into other countries. But that's just over in Europe. Like, what if us decide to make deep-fried cheese? 
So deep fraticus cheese. Deep fraticus. There, cheese. There's a whole use of trademarks in the United States. We have to show a patent on objects, and food really doesn't carry that much in uh, the United States. But these mafias still try to get their fingers in other countries, and America is their toughest uh, critic. So uh, even so much so that this still goes on today. There is a popular cheesemaker known as Gavin Weber on YouTube. He's got millions of uh, views on his uh, YouTube channels, and he's just a hobbyist cheesemaker from Australia. Uh, this man decided to uh, make a bunch of different cheeses, and he actually gets cease and desist from these coalitions, the, essentially the lawyers, uh, saying that he shouldn't be making their uh, copywritten, it's not necessarily copywritten, PDO-protected uh, entities. Uh, one of them... Could you imagine? Uh, actually, I'm just going to let him... <laughs> Could you imagine his theme song? I make cheese down under. <laughs> I'm going to let him like read off his video here. Well, g'day, curd nerds. Uh, this video is a bit of a strange one. Uh, I received a cease and desist letter from... Who are they? The Consortium for the Protection of Grana Padano Cheese. Yes, this is one of those videos. So this guy goes on. He Again, every one of his YouTube videos, not everyone, he does a couple others, but it's... Uh, it's all about making cheese. So this guy d decides that he's going to go on his video and make Grano Padano cheese, which is very similar to a Parmesan cheese. It's a little fancier. There's a couple more steps. I think it's aged a little differently. Okay. And, and he goes through uh, starting the video because this is about him getting a cease and desist. He starts the video stating that this is not official. To be official, you have to be part of the PDO. Uh, it has to be made in the country. That is one of the requirements of the uh, of the cheese, the recipe, so to speak, is you have to use local ingredients because, again, proteins from different cows eat different grasses and the whole deal. He said that this is just me making an attempt of it and showing you guys the style of a Grano Pagano cheese. Uh, even with that claimer, these f***ers go after these people. Wow. So cheese is a very protected commodity, and I, I, maybe the government doing this saw what was happening in other countries and they just needed to make their own collective of cheese. I, I really can't wrap my head around this. Going deeper in the subject, cheese is very protected. A lot of food groups is very protected. Cheese is a hell of a thing that has been increasing in popularity with milk consumption going down in the last couple of years, according to the USDA. Like before Americans were drinking like 250 gallons of milk uh, a year, uh, each American, and then it drops to like 175 or something like that. It dropped significantly. But cheese consumption increased uh, by 30%, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So cheese became more popular since 2017 till now when milk decreased. And it was also uh, uh, skyrocketed more because of COVID and the pandemic. There were a lot of cheese artisans that started picking up the hobby of art making artisanal cheeses uh was looking into that and saw that yes there are a lot of people that have picked up the artisanal cheese hobby well is is milk actually being drank more since covid because didn't you all see the videos of them dumping milk out into fields they couldn't get it to where they needed to go yes. yeah so right yeah i mean this was 2017 is when these numbers were first started and there was no covid and stuff then but milk consumption was already on a decline at that point but, you know, since Singapore started using cheese as birth control, 
<laughs> All right. I'll picture that. Now we're going Hold on. No, no. I, mean, I got to I mean, hear more. Robbie's. Just because you're Robbie's. constipated doesn't mean you can't pass a baby. No, no, no. <laughs> That's a good point. Point take. Point trend. You know, Robbie had a cute That's little four story. for today. Thank yeah. you very much. I had a cute little story. He had a cute little story, but I mean, you think about it. Think about this. Robbie, you have a daughter. I do. Are you sure it's yours? Got children. So, you know, <laughs> son, daughter, it works both ways. Why are you pointing to me? I don't have a son. Or you're, yeah, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Stop pointing to me. <laughs> Shut up, son. So, so, I mean, think about it. So, let's say your daughter's going out on a date, and you feel her underwear full of fucking <laughs> Velveeta fuck? cheese. What? Ain't, there ain't nobody getting in there, because once that solidifies, <laughs> I mean, unless, unless, there you go. unless there the you date go. picks it up with a freaking chisel. <laughs> Homemade chastity belt. There you go. I'm just trying. That's what they do in Singapore. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, okay. it's a fact. I have another idea. No, it's a fact. Oh, God. Okay, fact. Uh, we'll get back to how it's a fact, but I have an idea. You know how fact. you watch like Deuce Bigelow, a European Gigolo, and that whole thing in there? <laughs> People are like putting like a Tootsie Roll or putting like a... Uh, a cucumber in their pants to try like show off their fake dick. Why don't you just stick a wedge of cheese right in that same spot? You know, what I mean, show off I'm your in. bulge. Well, what, what what are you, Tomb Raider? Do you have triangled boobs? I have a triangle dick. Hundred percent. What triangle cheese are you putting in there? Why I mean, he said a wedge. He just said a wedge. My wife calls these, my these dick a cheese wedge. wheel all the time. Let's put a cheese wheel in there. She calls it a cheese roll. <laughs> cheese roll. <laughs> what yeah. are you, the plate? One inch by eighteen inches. <laughs> the plate. No, it's the cheese wheel. Yeah, the cheese wheel it's now. The cheese wheel. Right, we'll Spread the sides. Don't reach the bottom. So a pound and a half of Velveeta so, cheese in your underwear <laughs> would stop anybody from getting in where you need cheese. to go. So you said this was a fact. Oh, yeah. Do you have any backing to this? I did it once in Singapore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they said if you can get out of this, you can get into this. Hey. I couldn't get out of it, so I couldn't get into it. It's either that or, you know, life in prison. You know? In Singapore? You know what? There's a lot of stuff in Singapore. They don't care. I bereave him. Ah! Dad joke. Yeah, no. Sucked. No. <laughs> no time of day. So, I mean, that was a cute story, but I mean, when facts are facts. Velveeta cheese in the pants. Well, think about it. Velveeta cheese, <laughs> the stuff that creams quickly. All right, so to, to more solidify your cheese. <laughs> God, uh, Jesus, point cheese right? whiz, man. Here we go. Here goes a little sound effects so again. I just had my up tisk. <laughs> I just had my first daughter. We qualified for Wick. Your wait, your first daughter? Yes. Well, oh, oh the NASA, if you're listening, he just said first daughter. Right. Wow. I didn't He's I also already. have to say that that's last. No, you didn't yeah. say that part. No, no. Well, we'll worry about that later. After I said this, you just said everybody heard that. Conspiracy. Robbie just said first daughter. Well, He's planning on having a second. Yeah, I mean, Robbie's <laughs> daughter will not be provolone. She could be. If oh, she's God. in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> to solidify your cheese comments. Uh, WIC, right? The uh, infant program that we have in the United States. Yep. Uh, we qualified for it and lo and behold, I, I shit you not, we have a single 16-ounce jar of peanut butter provided by them. Uh, then we go down the list and we it's have... too bad you don't have a dog. Five? <laughs> five gallons of 1% milk. Who in their mind drinks five gallons of 1% uh, milk in three months? Right? This was a, a two-week uh, voucher, right? Five gallons of 1% milk. And then they had, I think it was like four to five pounds of cheese. Mmm. It was like yes, they had to put the other items in there, but then they tripled down on milk and cheese. 
So I used to work at a grocery store back in my hometown and I worked there for six years and it was ridiculous the amount of dairy products that would be coming through WIC. Like they'd be coming in with their WIC voucher and there'd be separate ones, but like their their cheese one, their 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 dairy one, they'd always be getting so much dairy. They get like the big bags of shredded cheese or they'd get the block or the shingle singles. There's yogurt. Shingle singles. Shingle singles. Oh, because yeah. how they lay them out. Yeah, how they yeah, lay them out. The, they look the, like the shingles. Roof, yeah. You know, Trent, Trent Robbie makes a good that. point about, about who has five gallons of milk who uses five gallons of milk how much frozen breast milk do you have up in your like, yeah do you even know do you even know we know your wife told us today <laughs> yeah we, we, we know. know if you guys are listening <laughs> to this we know uh message into the podcast we are selling breast milk to perverts as well so uh let those muscle heads get their protein and swole get that swole alone he was acting like plankton for fucking spongebob <laughs> he jumps in he is not so fed up with this Oh no! Nope, nope, done. He's so, joining. So, so, so <laughs> Trent, done. how many how many ounces was it? Three hundred. Three hundred ounces. Ounces. Frozen. Frozen breast milk upstairs. in your upstairs. And that's freezer. not the stuff that's thawed and curing in the fridge. No. On top curing. of how much now? <laughs> she is well, like, like a fine wine. You're gonna sniff it. You well, know, get the scent. To paint the walls and stuff. And yeah. Every day she's making more and more and more. Use a mouthwash. You know, swig and spit. <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it best off the spigot, Robbie? <laughs> Jimmy, do you have any other conspiracies? Sucking that thing like a tap. About what you brought your laptop. About what I'll look at porn if it gets boring. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like you know, I'm thirsty. Just go flick a nipple, you know, and start getting a cupful. I'm I'm pretty sure you you flick a nipple, you get four in the forehead. <laughs> Plus the ring. Plus the ring. <laughs> like this. For anybody that's having your nipples flipped, call Trent. Um, what is the boat? <laughs> So no conspiracies, Jimmy? <laughs> just the one in Singapore. Just, just the, the one in Singapore. Just one in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, so mine is, uh, you know, how they have like Tex-Mex, right? Another one. Uh, I did a bunch of uh, research and, you know, tacos really didn't have a whole ton of uh, cheese in it originally, right? Yeah. That was another, you know, American bastardization. Just I mean, sounds, it just sounds like they're quitters. They're just yeah. quitters. Quitters for... No, yeah, if, if it's not like, you know, shell loaded and like a little bit of meat on top, you're not doing it right. It is it is very true th- that uh, cheese in America is the biggest thing because um, <clears throat> Asian countries cheese was like more of a delicacy. They it was just, it was like a dessert and stuff over there, and in Mexico and like the South uh, South America and stuff like they didn't really have much for cheese production and stuff or like making cheese so. Why aren't we the leading exporter of cheese, or at least some kind of dairy products? So I have a solution to the problem. Which one? The cheese problem. Oh, the whole the one entirely. Okay. Let's eat more cows. Let's let's slaughter the cows. Let's have hamburgers for the next three weeks, and once there's not a whole bunch of cows around, there'll be less cheese. Think about it. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. No, I'm completely right. Plus, well, you're 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 right in that sense. And then we go extinct of milk entirely. Slaughter all the cows. I've got 300 ounces of frozen breast milk upstairs. Ain't nobody gonna go hungry, buddy. It's true. <laughs> I mean, th- th- yeah. This even is though all... when we threatened to make yogurt with it, you're like, nope, I don't want that. No. Do do remember that it is more than just cows that make milk. There is goats. goats. There's almonds that make milk as well. Have you ever milked an almond? Oh my god, such tiny so overdone. Okay, uh, you have humans. I have made fun of the soy milks, the uh, rice milks, the all the milks of the world. Uh, Then my roommate, 
uh, my roommate gets uh, some of this uh, vanilla almond milk, and he has to give it to his son because apparently he's lactose intolerant because we killed them in the 90s with ch- soft crust cheese. Yes. So now all our kids are become lactose intolerant. Another conspiracy. But uh, he's upstairs, and he's like, what are you giving to him? And like, he's, it's literally like Blue, Blue Diamond Almonds Company makes uh, soy milk, or, uh, almond milk. And I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, well, it's, it's this. And he tosses it over to me, and I'm like, I might as well try it. I pour myself a glass, and then I realize as I'm pouring myself, holy shit, there's a glass of nut milk in front of me. <laughs> like, what am I doing with my life? I taste it, and then I have to go buy th- three containers. Yeah, it's sweeter. It's so it's like candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's I don't very much candy. like candy. I won't say candy, but... That's I'll how they have to sweeter. compete. You give me two weeks, I'll give you half a gallon of nut milk. Yay! <laughs> I'm getting older. I wonder what the, the sugar is in almond milk or soy milk of sorts. But yeah, it, it's it's super sweet. I've had it with sugar cereals before. Whew. Your teeth are chattering because you know. You should do it's like a protein lot shakes or whatever. Sugar. That's it makes it just so much better. All right, so we have numbers on per capita consumption of cheese worldwide in 2020. Uh, because why not do numbers on the worst year ever? So uh, it's done by in kilograms. Thanks, weird website. Uh, Frickin' Canada. Number one is all 28 countries of the EU combined to just barely beat the United States. So uh, all of the EU consumes 18.44 kilograms of uh, dairy. Uh, The United States is 17.4. So all of the EU combined has to just barely beat United States consumption. And it's not just the United States consumption. It's consumption per capita. So it's it's, it's one to one here, guys. So who's underneath America there? Oh, Canada, a place that mafia syrup as well. I've heard of that before. But Canada, they also have a hell of a dairy lobbying community up there. Their thing is, um, I think it's actually DFC, the Dairy Federal Commission. <laughs> You're just making shit up. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Rob, this, whole, can- this whole topic is made up. Because in Canada... You guys all heard that they got bagged milk up there. Yes, they do. I have yeah. heard that, yes. They, they, they sell bagged milk in southern Minnesota? They also sell peanut butter, you know, spread out in a little box or whatever. Too. I think bagged milk kind of started uh, as like a like a modern tradition in Canada because they were using it for industrial products only. Schools, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were able to – because I didn't research this part on milk in Canada, but in previous uh, browsing of the dairy stuff, Canada popped up because America and Canada, they compete dairy-wise. Like, um, America wanted Canada to obey, not obey, like follow. (laughs) Obey. (laughs) Obey America. (laughs) They wanted Canada to, like, follow the process, like, the dairy process that America had and in international courts they're like nah man canada can do what they want because they wanted because if canada did what america did then america would be able to get like part of the cut of there again this is going off of like a couple months back of seeing this but it was very interesting to 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 hear about that that america and canada have butted heads on on milk and and dairy before i i've got some cheese news Hit us up. Oh wait, wait, is this breaking news? Wait, before we leave before we leave this comment, uh so seventeen point four for the United States, China in comparison, point two. Yeah, yeah, again. Point it's just two. Their their cheese, they, they they don't do cheese over there. It's just terrible. Anyway, Jimmy News. This is actual news here. Goat cheese catches fire in Norway. 
Okay. <laughs> Would you believe it? It's just going to be like the fire snowballs that we had over in Western North Dakota. It could be. It could be. <laughs> you did the fire snowballs? Oh, well, we'll talk, we'll yeah, talk we'll about talk that later. later. So, so there's a load of burning cheese closed a road tunnel in Norway. Over 25 tons of goat cheese, which is a delicacy delicacy known delicacy. as brunost. <laughs> it became caramelized after it caught light as it was being driven through the tunnel in northern Norway. The fire raged for five days and smoldering toxic gases gases, gases. Sl- <laughs> slowed the recovery operation. Three weeks later, the tunnel was still closed because of the fire damage, police officer Vigelberg said. The high concentration of fat and sugar in the cheese makes it burn almost like it's petroleum if it gets hot enough. Jesus. The driver spotted the fire in his trailer and abandoned his trailer a thousand feet from the southern entrance of the tunnel. No one was hurt, um, but it was the first time you can remember that cheese was caught fire on Norwegian roads. So that's breaking news. He abandoned it. He abandoned his trailer. Rightly so. It takes a while to put a... I mean, not a while, but it takes a little bit to put... It burned for the five land. days. No, I mean, like, it took. A, it takes a little bit to put, you know, the, take the trailer off of a truck. Yeah. He aban- He got lost. And, and he said, and, and I quote, he says, Props to him. I didn't know that brown cheese burnt so well. <laughs> so there's another conspiracy. It burnt. It was on fire like petroleum. Oh, maybe that's what we got to do. The cheese caves can Jesus. give us. So that was breaking cheese news. Well, cheese if energy. agriculture is controlled by the government and government has taken stuff like ate corn and put it in our gas, how long before they take and put corn dairy into our, our gas? We don't want constipated tanks. <laughs> <laughs> God. Right back to birth control. All right, that's where you put crickets in right there. <laughs> Noted. Damn. All right, next thing on my list. Uh, when I grew up, Oh, this is going to be a sad story. Right. I was just old enough to be born before automated milkers. Right? Oh, so, okay, okay. Right. They they had to have just the most automation they had was just the suction cups they put underneath to milk. So they never had milking machines. Then uh, they put all this government research, thanks to government cheese, and uh, made milking machines. So the cows would literally, they get milked generally twice a day by the average farmer. Uh, they would come in whenever they so feel like it because, again, they're... Udders get pressure and it's painful for the cow if it's not uh, relieved of its delicious juices. Natural urges. So it, it would go up to the machine and where know that it, the machine would take at? care of it. They're all over the United States. Can anybody just stroll in to relieve pressure? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is there a glory hole that Jimmy can suck it through? The fans have been asking for a video feed of the podcast. We should do that just sometimes. Just Jimmy walking up to see if a machine will milk him. They will. Calm down, Bertha. It'd be great. So this machine. That's the name you come up with first, Bertha. Baby calves suck really hard. Bessie? <laughs> Baby calves. This machine would be readily available when the cow uh, wanted it. So putting these out, training the cows to use it, the cows would use it upwards of four to five times a day, like it, expediting milk production out, out the roof. That's crazy. But yeah, that. but then you also have to do talking like human error too. You know, human life has a lot more things going on with than just to go out there and milk a cow. That way the cows, you know, they have right. to learn to wait a little bit longer. So when it, like in our area, we, we have several we have several farms that milk three times a day, 24 hours a day, 18 days a week, or whatever the hell it is. But uh, there's there's farms in our area that are milking 5,000 head a day. And everything's so automated where they just they walk in, they feed, they walk back in but three times a day. So maybe cut back if that's the problem. And let, it sounds like the cows well, are addicted I mean, to getting maybe milked. Maybe let the rest of us give it a whirl. Because I think the, the cows are just addicted to getting milked. 
just like the feeling if, if we're trying to cut back on like getting the amount of dairy from places it's it's free money in these places pockets the government are paying too too good of a price to buy the this this dairy that it's like they're just leaving money on the table if they don't take it and then on top of that like the dairy lobbyists in america are one of the most uh, influential yes that's influential lobbyists in uh, washington so for them to be like, yes, let's not do that. It's like they're losing money and they're and that nobody wants to lose money, especially nowadays. Well, what's interesting is just happened here in the last six months over in North Dakota, which is next to Minnesota for you people who don't have a map. Um, <laughs> the the beef, the people that raise beef aren't making any money right now. They're barely breaking even. They're losing money. And now the cost of all the uh, hay and stuff's going up because of the drought and whatnot. But uh, there's only four producers in the United States that are, are uh, slaughterhouses that are producing the beef. And they are now setting the price. They used to bid uh, a few years ago. They were bidding on, on your calves and your cattle. But now they're just saying, here's what we're offering. And uh, nobody's making any money. So over in North Dakota, a whole bunch of farmers got together and they started their own slaughtering plant. And I want to believe, I think I read today that they're up like 65% in profit because they, they got rid of the middleman. And it's just taken off. And that's what you're going to see happen with a lot of these places. Once they can't, these farmers are producing this amount. And if they're not getting uh, paid a decent wage for it, they're going to quit doing it or they're going to go do their own thing just like they did in North Dakota. So back to birth control and cheese. <laughs> birth control? Soft Elvita. Well, we can go another Debbie Downer subject. So yes. Let's talk about your sex life. The, the there, there's another uh, thing that the government. Yeah, the kid. There's no more sex life. The government paid Coca-Cola to get in the game. Oh God! They Here saw we go. Into cheese. Oh, into no, dairy. they saw no. dairy consumption slumping, and they know that the people that invented drugs in a soda uh, should be the people to uh, uptick the milk consumption. Coca-Cola just reported in their quarterly profits that they doubled their advertising revenue. Right. True fact. If they're doubling How? their advertising revenue, this could mean so. This could be something. In 2012, Fairlife LLC was formed when select milk producers entered into a partnership with Coca-Cola Company. Oh, right. So they did this uh, a bidding deal, and apparently they wanted to do milk a little differently. So they decided Fairlife milk was going to be more of a uh, beverage choice than it was a gallon milk at the grocery store. They wanted to treat it like an, uh, the, uh, um, uh, not a comedy, the... Uh, um, commodity? Thank you. Commodity that uh, sodas are. So they figured they could make a better flavor. They could make it creamier. They had uh, some idea to uh, ultra filter and uh, make their milk product a little bit more easy to store, produce, a little more forgiving in the trucks. And they produce Fairlife. So since then, all of Fairlife has been coming out of the same dairy cooperatives in, let me see here. I had it listed. Fair Oaks Farm in Fair Oaks, Indiana. It is a massive, one of the largest uh, dairy complexes in the world. Uh, literally breeding, doing thousands of cows a day. It's, uh, it's insanity. So... This company, right, I I'm, I'm fully believe that they're full-on subsidized by the government to try to really spin milk. Uh, Coca-Cola got in a lot of trouble, though. Apparently, there's a mass uh, controversy that... Wait, they're, they're spinning milk? Spinning milk into what? Huh? 
What do you mean they're spinning milk? They're spinning milk into a different product. Instead of being a grocery store ingredient, they wanted to turn it into like a power beverage like they did with sports drinks and whatnot. They're trying to make it shelf-stable, too. Yeah, right. you know, like, uh, there's there's Muscle Milk as well was one of those big yeah. ones that they did. Well, it's like, like $3 the, like for a 20 the Nesquik thing. or whatever. Those, you know, those that's, don't have to be refrigerated anymore. That's almost got barely any, any dairy left. I know. Yeah. I know. Sad. So the controversy, on June 4th, 2019, Animal Protection uh, Organization, Animal Rescue Mission Arm, released a video of an undercover a cover dairy investigation. Undercover. Und- I'm just terrible with undercover. An <laughs> undercover dairy investigation of Fair Oaks Farms. During the investigation, farm employees were observed slapping, kicking, punching, throwing, slamming calves. Oh, calves were... Sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like your sex life, Jimmy. <laughs> Cabs, uh, calves were stabbed, beaten with steel rebars, hit in the mouth with hard plastic milk bottles, kneed in the spine, uh, burned in the face with the hot branding irons, and so on. Uh, resulting in extreme pain and suffering by the uh, calves, some cases were revol- resulted in per- or, uh, permanent injury and even death. Apparently, they uh, followed through with this, and other people were trying to get uh, information or sending like little vine clips of stuff that they found when they're at the farm. Uh, they would have, you know, it's a big farm, so of course they would have tractors and units. But apparently, they had so many dead, dying calves that they just did the numbers. Uh, they were easily comfortable with losing, you know, a certain large percentage of their calving uh, calves during calving season. They just didn't care because, again, they're trying to work this dairy farm as a factory rather than caring about the uh, the animals. No, is that I remember? I don't remember how long ago this was, but I was watching the news with mom and dad or something like that, and I remember seeing this video of a guy like spraying a cow in the nose with a fire hose, basically. Horrible. Yeah. It's not how you treat veal. No, it was a bigger cow. Oh, never mind. Bigger, bigger cow. I mean, the thing they do with veal is they keep them very confined so they don't move much. But they don't beat the darn thing. I mean, I grew up on a farm, and, and I mean, nobody even grew veal back then. I mean, there's a big a big uh, demand for it. But veal is, is day-old, three-day, five-day-old cows. And uh, that's just ridiculous. I mean, let that thing grow up for, for nine months, and you'll have a $1,500 bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, honestly, I, I think uh, another conspiracy. Uh, veal was uh, marketed in the United States uh, as an idea of uh, cows that uh, didn't produce uh, milk. Really? Right, like boy cows. Oh. Is that what veal is, is just so boy cows? It's, 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 it's always boys? It's I thought it was baby bulls. cows. It's baby cows, but again, female cows, if, as long as they're dairy cows, are worth way more money. And if they're not Angus, because everybody wants Angus, black Angus beef for the best beef, if they're not Angus, how, how are you going to make the most money in your cow? On the contrary, you can still milk a boy cow. Hey! You get 300 grams, not 300 grams, 300, 300 grams, <laughs> ounces. Every time you go back. ounces, ounces. Get my metrics mis- <laughs> messed up here. <laughs> In Canada, <laughs> God damn it, Canada! Oh shoot, got some oh, commercials yes. coming in here. Oh yeah, let's let's take a look at the AT and T girl. AT&T. I can't oh, find yes. it. There was this terrible like veal commercial, like uh, veal. Who knew? <laughs> it was just <laughs> veal. Who knew? That was literally the marketing <laughs> campaign. Veal. Who knew? It's like delicious. Like we're having tacos on Columbus Day. <laughs> <laughs> veal tacos. Veal. Who knew? It was like the most <laughs> up commercial ever. I uh, apparently they're taking it down because I certainly can't find it. <laughs> Some of those old commercials are just gold. I always think back to the Betty White commercial where she gets tackled in football. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the Snickers one. Oh, I thought you not you when you're hungry. <laughs> Bro, you're playing like Betty White out there. Have a Snickers. It's absolutely You guys destroyed. just keep riding me. <laughs> she says it's, yeah. it's Betty White. It's, it's, it's good commercial. Old commercials, man. Old commercials. <laughs> I mean, if you look, look at some of the stuff from the 1950s, and it is so crude and bad. I mean, where they, they'd have like a woman standing near in a dress and they'd have a dead fish hanging off her belt and, and saying, you know, uh, body odor a problem. Maybe you should try this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not kidding. I, I actually don't uh, put that past the past to, <laughs> to have a commercial like well, that. Well, I, I mean, look at some of the old films from the 1950s and stuff. And I don't know what their budget was for cigarettes, but there wasn't an episode where they, there wasn't seven people smoking the whole time. Now, yesterday they announced that uh, for the first time in 20 years, cigarette sales increased. Yeah. Not, not by much. It was like 0.02 or 0.002%. But, you know, looking back at the last year, and, and let's see what alcohol consumption went up, man. Well, you know what that's from? That's from uh, Biden trying to take away uh, menthols. Yeah. People doubled down. They had to store up on their menthols. Get them Newports, boys. Ooh. It's because it's bad Ooh. for the environment. I just Is don't know. Why? Menthols? So menthols supposedly were directed and made exclusively for the black community. So that's the question, right? Why does a president want to make go kamikaze on the black vote? You know what I mean? Exactly. I, we love you, all of you guys. There's even Bully. a Del Dave Chappelle skit. But, I mean, that's exactly what, what it was about. Right, that's what it was about. There's a Dave Chappelle skit where he's sitting there, like, doing uh, Black Jeopardy. And he's sitting there, <laughs> you know, they choose a category. Oh, 500, Alex. So he goes up. Uh, it's like, why do African-Americans smoke menthols? And it's like, <laughs> if I know. Correct. <laughs> and I just gave him the money. <laughs> All right, back to the cheese conversation. So I did Do you find like to give the kids a treat after school? Smart mothers make it a Velveeta treat for extra fine nutrition because Kraft's famous pasteurized processed cheese spread is extra good for youngsters in sandwiches and cracker snacks. Besides tasting so good, today's Velveeta is richer than ever in vital non-fat food values from milk. Just these two ounces of Velveeta give your child more high-quality protein, more calcium, more phosphorus, as much riboflavin and more vitamin A than a big eight-ounce glass of fresh whole milk. Weight-watching moms and dads should enjoy Velveeta, too, because its extra goodness comes from the non-fat part of the milk. Velveeta and fruit are a smart dessert, especially if you young mothers before and after the baby comes. Give your whole family more of milk's vital food values the Velveeta way. Kraft's nutritious Velveeta is full of health. From milk. So that's 1958. What the how f did we just watch? How fucked up is that the processed, you know, shelf cheese, which we know now is like the, some of the worst shit for you, was literally marketed as like the biggest health trend. Like this is second to cigarettes in the 1950s. Yeah, I was just about to say, you, you remember cigarettes were sold off as the healthy choice and things like that. So. I love how commercials get there. It's like, oh, so for you pregnant women, yourselves get constipated Velveeta you know what I mean TM TM can't Trademark. pass a term but you can pass a child oh my god Prosteri or pasteurized <laughs> prosteurized prosteurized you know how they hide your prostate prosteurized do you know how they like put like the little words in the bottom trying to hide the facts like it says cheese product and it's not actually cheese right this one was like in bold Velveeta and then just the second size of font pasteurized processed cheese spread 
Like they weren't even hiding it in the fifties. Now psh, it's just it's Velveeta. It's the thing you make salsa with. Don't worry about it. Buy it on Super Bowl. And if you guys want to know how cheese is made like that, we covered it at the first part of this. It's a it's a emulsifier. They put it like emulsifiers in with a bunch of different cheeses right. and shit. So I just I, th- another thing I had to add. It was clearly a good enough episode. We had to do too. Brought to you by the same people that brought you spam. So now I mean now we're we're at this right here. Let's go, kids. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wrong video. Oh, my God. Wrong video. Robbie just pulled up some hot porn or something. I'm not sure. You know what? We're going to go with it. Here we go. But step, Mom, I don't want to go. Were you looking for this? <laughs> Seems the drive through is closed tonight. Instead, Velveeta cheesy skillets. Oh, my God. Just brown the meat. <laughs> Stir in the noodles, seasoning, then smite. Right, shake it up. <laughs> Where'd the third hands come from? Until there can be no more smiting. Mmm. Yes. Liquid gold. That was like a scene Wait, from did, Ghost. Did you hear that? Did you hear that last little bit? Liquid right there? gold. Yeah. Liquid, oh no. Liquid. Liquid gold. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember the scene from Ghost where they're where they're, they're they have the clay and he's got his arms around her and he's mobbing? Yeah, that's kind of reminding me of. Well, it's like well, it's perfect. All of a sudden, there's two hands. All of a sudden, a third hand hands comes in. Little known, bring it around. Out. Little known fact: the main reason why this commercial did get made and with that uh, Ghost back flare on it is the clay wasn't actually clay; it was Velveeta cheese in the movie. It was. Oh my god! I didn't know that. There it's motor. Yeah, mo- all that, all that stuff <laughs> in how- movies is not actually clay, not actually whatever. It's all cheese from the government. And how do they get Captain Jack Sparrow to do that last part? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, commercials for cheese, uh, the processed cheese has definitely changed. They're no longer on a health kick. They hide everything now. They just make it sexy. Sex sells. Oh. Ooh, maybe so here, that. wait, wait. Here's the 1993 <laughs> commercial for uh, for Kraft Velveeta. Uh, again, this is like the pinnacle of like when cheese was starting to you know, spread around, get cheap, the whole yep. thing. Ooh. Put Velveeta in, leave the lookalikes out. Mix the salsa in, pop it in and pull it out. Woo! Give some lookalike, who knows what may come out. Stick it in! Velveeta, there's no doubt. Put Velveeta in, leave the lookalikes out. Mix the salsa in, pop it in and pull it out. <laughs> now you got a tasty salsa dip that's really gonna make them shout. Velveeta! Velveeta cooks better! That's what it's all about! Velveeta! <laughs> so, yeah, that's... I, I kept waiting for the three amigos. You know, Steve Martin and Martin Short <laughs> oh. come on and go, Ole! You know, at the end, as he used to do. That's a little too... Uh, that, that's earlier than the 90s, right? The three amigos? Was uh, that... I don't I was watching this little skit online. It's like this guy, was he lost his job, found out his mom died, his kid broke his leg. Uh, just horrible news, right? And he's sitting in, a, he just got in the, uh, like a, a public transit, like a subway. And he's like, this day couldn't get any worse. And then at that moment, a mariachi band walks in. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's what I think of this Velveeta commercial. It's just that is the, the top of your worst day ever. Put Velveeta in, take it right out. Keeps the lookalikes out. I, I tell you. This has got nothing to do with nothing, but so I saw the Apparently. best the best mariachi band two years ago on the cruise ship called uh-huh. um, Metalachi. <laughs> Metalachi. And, and it was a mariachi band that did Metallica. <laughs> yes. And if man. you want to see some kick-ass stuff, check that out. 
so we were mentioning things about the 90s here and um if we uh, i brought up last time that in the 90s is when the got milk campaign became a thing i know i saw it on the screen there you had that prepped up but uh the got milk was uh funded by the californian dairy uh, coalition or whatever that's over there that helped fund that to go across the nation to help promote milk in the 90s. So more. more. And that, that was the one where they, they always showed the people drinking milk and they had the milk mustache. Correct. correct? Mm-hmm. And that milk mustache was made with yogurt. Actual fact. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I guess that makes sense. You know, you can't really. Yep, they used have... to paint it on. The, and they had a lot of famous people at the time doing it. Mm-hmm. You'd see them in all the, the school lunchrooms and stuff. Yes. And now with the Got Milk campaign, it's no longer Got Milk. They got rid of the, the mustaches. Um, it's still around, but they, they don't do they don't have the, the, the Got Milk slogan. It's something um, Milk Life. It's Milk Life oh, now. They no longer Got Milk. I think there is something goofy. So another, another great program by the government, kind of like like uh, Don't Do Drugs. Or what was that one that they did? Dare. Dare. Oh, dare. Dare. Oh, dare. Dare is a pretty good thing. But, I mean, there was one where where uh, Nancy Reagan did it. McGruff? No. It was, yeah, it was like, these are your, this is this is your brain. This is, this is your brain on drugs. And they showed oh. an egg. Showed an egg frying and stuff. I remember that. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. That was before <laughs> my time. Know. That was before my time. But yeah, you guys I, I, I know the joke of it growing up. Because then we had Dare, and that in itself was a joke. <laughs> I dare you to snort two lines of cocaine. That's how that went. Mm-hmm. That's how it went. You're in dare. Well, guess what? I dare you to smoke this. Yes. Basically, the government's just sitting there going, cheese. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. They got <laughs> 1.4 million pounds of cheese. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept playing. Well, if you guys got uh, more conspiracies, deepfriedconspiracies.com. Email uh, Trent. He won't read it in a gay voice unless, unless your name is Peter. Unless it's Peter. Oh, that's oh. All, it's truly Peter. Unless it's the Peter. Unless that's it's the only Peter. All right. Well, you know, send us in. Let us know. And the one thing we didn't cover was the Chuck E. Cheese things. Oh, with the but that, there's just there's too many. Are you talking about the pizza cutting thing with the Chuck E. Cheese? There's or? many many conspiracies of Chuck oh, E. Oh, are, are you talking about how they slice up dead mice and put on as pepperoni? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, they just slice up dead mice and then put a robot in them and dance for you. All right, anyway. That would be fantastic. Anyway, all right, so let's go around the table again. Jimmy, do you believe this? Uh, uh, This is uh, uh, DFC. So no. The Dairy Federation Coalition. Don't f***ing care. All right. right. (laughs) Robbie, do you believe this? 100%. 100%. I'm going to get some Velveeta after this show. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, do do you believe this? Trent, you know I breathe. Yeah, I, yeah, I and more, and more <laughs> importantly, I can't believe that you're still fed up about this. Come on, man, don't be provolone on I this. I don't believe this you're at the all. Che- you're I don't like believe the it. If, that is I don't believe this alone. at all. Okay, if the government has all this freaking cheese, there should be no nothing, no extra charge at any restaurant at any anything for cheese. God has spoken. <laughs> There's your answer. If there is this amassed amount of cheese that every American in the freaking United States could get five to ten pounds of cheese on a split second, there should be no extra charges for any amount of cheese you want to put on something. 
that is what we call the monster of capitalism. Anyway, so <laughs> we'd get you some, but it's on one of those cargo ships off off Los Angeles. We haven't got it unloaded yet. Oh, oh yeah, yep. But we've got lots. She's giving the water. They're backed up from all the cheese whiz. All right. Anyway. <laughs> we didn't talk about cheese whiz. Mm. Do love some cheese. Yeah, it's too late. Cheese whiz, <laughs> also late. processed cheese. All right. Thank you guys very so much for listening it's to this whiz. shitty Whee! episode because it doesn't exist. It's no, it's it's, it's not a shitty episode because it hasn't passed yet. Take Cons- some, take some pass uh, for acidophilus, and uh, we'll see you next, next time. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so.